Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome to Coco Caliente, a mother and daughter production where we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time. I'm Nicole. And I'm Jenny. We're wearing the same pants. I know. I noticed that when you walked in. That's funny. We found these striped pants at Old Navy. And I think mom picked them out first. <laughs> then I was like, those are really cute. I'm going to grab a pair. They're the ones that are kind of tight at the bottom. You know, what are they? What are those called? I don't know. I feel like I feel like everyone can pull them off, whatever style these are. Are they, like a, are they like a cargo pant? No, I think cargos have like lots of pockets, right? Yeah, I'd call them like jean joggers, but they're not, I don't know. They're cool. They're very comfortable. Yeah, they are. That's that's why. I guess I'm not wearing them for the style, right? Yeah, yeah they're very they're very comfortable. They're, they're kind of hard to match with things, though. Like yeah. you definitely don't match oh, right now. <laughs> I know. I, I wasn't, the, one underneath, the shirt underneath does. I wasn't trying to match, because, because they're stripes going down, oh. pinstriped, um, blue and white, like um pattern and then she's got on a striped shirt the other way going that's blue orange yellow pink no it's because i took a selfie of me and arrow and i didn't want i was wearing like an ugly shirt get your shirt and pants together just your shirt no yeah so but anyways yeah i have noticed with them with me it's like it's got to wear a solid color or something they're hard to match so i have like two things one shirt and one sweatshirt that actually matches them right now yeah, do you want me to pick on you for what you're matching them with right no, now? No, I said that. Well, my I got a yellow T-shirt, but it matches a little bit better, but not really because it's got pink writing on it. Yeah, I mean, no, yours does match better. But I haven't, I haven't left the house today, have I? No, I don't think so. No, no, it's hard to get ready when you know you're not going to really leave the house. That's what I'm saying. These are just very comfortable jeans, so it's a little bit cooler. Yeah, it's seventy-one. That's nice. I'm freaking tired. I'm still so jet lagged from my trip. I went to California for my manager slash friend's wedding and it was awesome. But long story short, man, I am just like going that far that fast within 48 hours. I flew home there and home. And so I'm just like the three hour time difference. And I was not able to sleep on any plane rides this time for some weird reason. Um, yeah, I just feel like crap. You can hear it in my voice actually. 
And yeah, and I have a hard, really, really hard time with them that the time change, if I'm going to go somewhere that has a time change, I have to stay like a period of time. Both times I've went to California um, Mm -hmm. was for like a four day, three or four day period. And it was, it was hard. The plane, for one thing, the plane rides, you know, and and there's always a connecting flight. So some, most of the time there's something in between it and then you get there and it's three hours earlier. So you're trying to stay up and like check everything out and do what you have to do that night. And then it's hard to get up the next morning there. I don't know that California is a hard for fast, especially for me. No. Yeah. And, um, so just like our travel day, it was like two and a half hours to the airport. And then we got on a plane for four and a half hours. We had a two hour layover. And then we had like a two hour, two and a half hour flight. And then we landed in Reno because that's the closest airport. So we went to Nevada and then we had to drive an hour to the venue. We got there around midnight, which was 3 a.m. Michigan time. Um, midnight so, and that, yeah, they, so they got there at midnight. What would you California say? 3 a.m. Michigan, Michigan time. And you left your house at one o'clock that afternoon. So yeah. that was a long, mm-hmm. yes, that's a long travel you just, day. And you just feel like absolute garbage, like the food and stuff that you're eating. Oh my gosh. And then, so we went to bed and then we woke up by seven at the latest because it's just weird. Like, I don't know. It's just weird. And then we went for a hike and stuff. And then I tried to take a nap before the wedding and I couldn't because I was stressed. I was going to miss like my hair and makeup appointment. And so um, I just kind of like hung out. And by 10 o'clock, which would have been 11, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, Michigan time, I was like. You mean 1 o'clock in the afternoon? No, oh, I, at I mean night, at night. We wedding. left the wedding at 10, a little after 10. But like it was 1 a.m. to me. And I was just like so tired. And then I knew we had to get up early to come back home and Vic was actually saying like should we get a later flight I'm like because he knew he was drinking I was like no because we leave at 10 30 from the airport and I'm not gonna see my baby until 10 30 at night so no I'm not I'm not doing it later and we got home after 10 30 you got home almost at midnight and then you didn't <sighs> want to wake arrow up so yeah it's four in the morning arrow did wake up so that's when she finally you know reunited with him got to see him but yeah it was it was a it was a big big weekend for both of us and we mm-hmm. both survived it very well yeah i mean besides you being overly tired and i was a little bit yeah that's the least of my worries and i was a little bit tired on monday after being um grandma's or what it was he calls me mia so mia mama mia <laughs> after being mama mia for the whole weekend um mm-hmm. it was he does was call a, her mama mia it's cute <laughs> it's so funny um but anyways we had um we had a great we had a great time so so how was how was everything so i guess we took off and you headed up to port austin for the weekend and how was the first day yes we had we picked right picked him up at her house at one o'clock and we headed straight i had everything packed already in the vehicle i knew we were going to go to the camper for the weekend um and stay friday night and saturday night so i put in it's a 40 minute drive about 35 40 to the campsite right Mm -hmm. um from ugly so i took me and dave both took separate vehicles just so that if he had to run home which he does always have to run home because he has to do work and that kind of stuff i would still have a vehicle so first of all i was stressed out about just driving in a vehicle that long with him by myself and not a word he just was perfect all the way there um really good we got there and I'm trying to even think. 
And everything I have to say, he was excellent. He only cried in the whole entire time I had him less than five minutes. Um, the first time it was at night on Friday night, it was about midnight and he, what he's still, still breastfed. So he was woke up at midnight and when he wakes up in the night and he does this for Nicole all the time, he like wakes up. What, what is Mm -hmm. he? He's like half awake. Explain it. Yeah. He's just looking for the boob. He's literally half awake, so he's he has not, his eyes closed, and he doesn't know what he's doing. So he like kind of thrashes, and he just like feels kind of like like a literally like what you see a kitten when he's looking for his mo- the mom's like nipple. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a kitten, just like with yeah. his eyes closed, like head head nuzzling. That's what he does. So that's what he like. So he woke up about midnight, and he was like kind of doing that in um doing that and i was like arrow arrow it's mia it's this is mia mama's not here it's mia so he like then he started like crying so i literally had to like wake him wake him up so that he knew and then i'm like it's mia we're at the camper and he said okay and he went back to sleep Mm -hmm. and that i mean he tossed and turned a few times but every other time all i had to he didn't like cry he just would say like move a little bit and i said it's mia come here mia's got you and then he um slept through the entire night and then um, super good all day. He was just perfect. He was just mm-hmm. all good. Didn't say anything. Wasn't asking, you know, if he's seen something that like one time when we went out to eat, he saw somebody with a ponytail that looked like Nicole's and he said, is that my mama? Then he went and looked and he said, nope, that's not my mama. And, um, but he was so, so, so well behaved. And- yeah. So I think like what happened too was, did you want to go through each day or? Well, no, because I'm just trying yeah. to remember like that. So I think what happened is he just like, well, he loves my my parents definitely close to as much as he loves me. So that's the best people he could be with. Um, I think that he was definitely on his best behavior because I think he was afraid to ask, where is my mom and when is she coming home in case he got an answer he didn't want. So he just totally avoided the topic and the subject that's my um, theory and that when he did see me, now it's like he is crying a ton and just like oh, yeah, he's very emotional. Attached. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a lot. Like he, I've seen Monday when we went to the grocery store, I saw like four things that I've never seen him do before. And I was just like, yeah, this is him definitely like acting out, um, but it's fine. He's going through something. And I was going through something, so it's just an emotional time. Plus, I'm trying to wean um, breastfeeding, so it's just a lot for him. So I don't. I mean, Vic's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yell at him, or I'm gonna talk to him. Like, and he got a little angry. I said, Don't. This is something he's just got to work through. Carmax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at Carmax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And and actually, and then like, um, 
it was just so weird but yeah he was so so good and my point what was i gonna say oh saturday night he i was very worried one thing i was very worried about is she nicole was sending me pictures she's like oh my goodness i'm having to pump a lot a and lot. so she never pumps so we had no idea she doesn't we would talk or whatever and she's like i almost I said, didn't bring a pump i was i swear to you i didn't think i produced that much milk i thought i could just get in the warm shower and maybe let some seep out I brought a pump the last second and I was just like, worst comes to worst, I'll make Victor like get it out and spit it out. And I'm so glad I did. You guys, I filled my pump like six times to the top. It's insane. And yeah, so the, so all this time when we're like, when, when we're talking about her, like weaning him and getting him to stop breastfeeding, she's like, I don't even feel like I have a lot of milk ever mm -hmm. in there. She said, I don't know if it's just like a, more like a pacifier, like he's, mm -hmm. or if he's actually getting milk. So she, so she wasn't that worried about him, you know, cause he does drink, he only drinks water. He doesn't drink anything else. So she wasn't worried <coughs> about him, um. She said, just make sure he's drinking his water or whatever. But when she started sending me pictures of how much milk she was getting, I started panicking. And I'm like, there's no way he's I'm getting him to drink enough water or enough foods with water. He was eating quite a bit, but mm -hmm. enough foods with water to like make up for that. So then I got started to like panic a little bit. It's like I was really, really pushing the water and I was like, he doesn't, like I said, he doesn't drink anything else. So right. I was just, you know, trying to get him some from some fruit and that kind of stuff. So go to Saturday night and we go to bed and he doesn't wake up. He wasn't waking up, wasn't waking up. He's just laying there sleeping. And I was like, okay, you know, not trying to like feel for my mom or anything. He wasn't like doing anything. None of his thrashing back and forth or anything. So at four o'clock in the morning, I was like panicked. I like woke up wide awake and I'm like, oh my gosh, he has still not woke up yet. I said, what if he's dehydrated? Just, I got into this mode where, and I get these crazy, I'm like, okay, he didn't get enough to drink all day. And now he's just too weak. And that's why he's not trying to wake up. And that's like feeling his skin and everything at his lips. I'm like, no, he's not dehydrated. But then I could not go to sleep. So this is horrible. But I actually woke him up like talk to him till he woke up. And I said, Oh, I'm so hungry. Like when I talk to him, I ask him questions. I'll be like, are you hungry? And he's like, he's like, at four of the morning, he's seven and he goes, yeah, I'm hungry. <laughs> so anyways, I got him out of the bed and I took him into the um, kitchen in the camper and I got him Captain Crunch with a whole bunch of um, milk in it. And he ate the cereal and drank the milk and drank some water. Then we went right up to bed and he didn't, you know, he just like did it. And then we went back to bed and he slept in then past eight o'clock on Sunday morning, which is unusual for him. So it was just kind of crazy. I mean, it's hilarious that she did that when, when she told me that I was cracking up, but Hey, I'd rather her be safe than sorry. And I know where I get that quality from for sure. That's something I would do. And but I said, don't be starting waking him up at four to feed him because when I was a kid, I would want like a cheese and mayonnaise sandwich in, in the middle of the night. And I do not want to be doing that with Arrow. And and Nicole, <laughs> yeah, she, but I didn't, I started laughing. I said, oh, maybe I'm the one that got you on your habit, but I didn't. It was, it was like, she started that after I had Jesse and I was getting up with him in the night. Mm -hmm. She would like kind of wake up and stuff and then she'd want to eat. So I actually did start it because I could have said no, mm -hmm. but I made her a sandwich and she cut the crust <laughs> off and so cut it in four and I'd be like, okay, so while I'm feeding Jesse, she'd want to eat, um, 
a sandwich and stuff. So then it got, she got such a, in such a habit that even when Jesse wasn't waking up to, you know, sleeping longer, she would wake me up like when it's dark out and say, I want a sandwich. I'm like, Oh gosh, it took me a, took me a little while to break that habit from her. But anyways, I was just surprised. I was told my sister and stuff about it. She was, and he didn't even cry. I said, no, cause I just was gentle on about it and acted like it was normal. Like you want to get up and eat? I'm hungry. Are you hungry? Cause he, we always ask each other, questions and that's like one of the cutest things he did this weekend i thought was um he's so funny because he always says like he's a little bit scared he'll be like different places or if he sees something on tv he don't like he's like i'm a, I a little bit scared are you a little bit scared so i'll just say yeah or no or whatever and we were laying in bed and you, in the campers you can hear like outside everything like just because they're campers or whatever we were sleeping on going to bed on saturday night and he goes Mia, are you a little bit scared? And I said, I'm a little bit scared. He goes, okay, Mia, I got you. I got you. <laughs> like he put his arm around me and he's like, cause I always say, I got you. I got, he's like, I got you. That's I got you. Sweet. Like, don't worry. I got you. He and told I, me today that he was a lot scared because of how fast I went up the driveway. <laughs> he always says mama crazy driver. Doesn't uh, he? Yeah, he does. I think he does it because I always laugh though, because it's not that fast. Yeah, and he, and he made some new friends, which I thought was really cute. We went out to eat on, that was Friday night, and it was a place that was outside, and it's got a lot of lawn that they can run on, and there was these three little boys, and I forgot where they were from, but they were out of state, and they were about three, I'm going to say three, five, and six, and they were eating at the table next to us, and they were all running around by the volleyball net, and they had the badminton in their hand or whatever, and they kept asking if Arrow could play, and... um. So after he got done eating again, he played before we ate and then they wanted him to play again. And it was just starting to get dark out and it was like they were chasing each other. And Arrow, like he, cause he gets that little thrill of being scared and they're a lot bigger than him. They would chase him and when they would almost get to him, he would just scream. Yeah. And then he would run as fast as he could to me, like something's gonna get him and he would like scream a happy scream and jump on Tommy. Oh my God. Yeah. He just had such he loves a. That. He had like the thrill of like, he had, he was kind of sad when they left and the one came over to him, the oldest one. And he said, bye arrow. I had so much fun playing with you. Can I have a hug? Then he told me, he goes, I know why you named him arrow. Cause of course he doesn't know I'm like his grandma or whatever. He goes, I know why you named him arrow. It's because he looks like them kids. He looks like them boys on TV with that long hair that should be shooting an arrow. And I started uh, laughing. So I don't know what he's, you know what I mean? Like funny. the cartoons or yeah. whatever. He goes, it's a perfect name. And I just thought it was cute. That but cute. they the were kid like, said that? yeah, he was like about six. That's cute. And um, he said, it's a perfect name. Yeah. So I was doing really good because I was hearing from my mom. She was sending photos and everything was going really good. So it made my trip a lot easier and happier. Um, Vic and I had a great time. So we we got uh Courtney got married at Shallot View Lodge. It's a very nice, very woodsy venue. It looked um, it looks beautiful. California. From the yeah. Pictures. It was really nice. And so we got to stay right on site there in a really nice room and our balcony was so close to like our room and balcony was so close to everything, so that was awesome. Um they have a bunch you can do there. But, you know, our time was limited. So we just went for a hike. And the wedding was amazing. So Courtney and her now husband, they have a cute love story. It's kind of similar to Mariah and Brian's. Um, Courtney, 
I felt like like she everyone was just calling her out all day for like they her dad did this whole speech her and her dad's relationship is so cute it literally was crying um but he calls it the Courtney way like she gets what she what she wants she gets and that everyone thought she was crazy because she'd always say that she's gonna marry Dimitri and everyone's like no 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 because you know you guys are living across the world from each other you met him on myspace when you were 13 and she literally married him and she just said she manifested so much of it but it was so cute it's such a cute love story and he loves her so much and um but she and def- Courtney definitely comes across that's perfect she definitely comes across yeah. just from the times I've met her she does get her way yeah she does no matter what it is it's it's so funny but she does it so nice like <laughs> she's so nice you kind of just like don't even understand like what's happening and then it happens um but her clients like so Ashley I from the bachelor and par- bachelor and bachelor in paradise and um she actually married them so that was really cute because Ashley I also manifested being with Jared and so she, the speech and like everything that she did while Courtney was getting married it was long it was so cute and it made everyone laugh like so much because she just <laughs> basically Courtney runs the show she wears the pants like it was so funny but um yeah it was cute and then I sat at a table. I feel like I had the best table. I sat with um, Ashley, I, Jared, Heather, Martin from The Bachelor, um, McKenna from The Bachelor. Oh, shoot. Liz was across from me. And then it was, how do I pronounce her name from Love is Blind? The girl you really like. I know. I forget how to say that. Her hints to handle is life, life with depths. Deputy? No. no. I, I, I always say it wrong. I know. Now I can't even think of it at all. So her, and she's so nice. Her and I talked so much. I think that might have been it. But it was, I had a great time. I socialized. Victor said to me, which I'm trying not to be offended by, he goes, wow, you're making friends. I was like, Vic, I can make friends when I want to make friends. If I'm not making friends, it's because I'm choosing not to. But he's like, I'm proud of you. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so annoying. And I almost told him today, hey, I'm offended how many times you told me that that night. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So... What makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. And I think, yeah, because Victor Victor is more... He's an extrovert. Yeah, but your guys' personalities actually are opposite in that way. Like, Nicole, like, if we go camping, there can be seven 
eight people outside and Victor will go sit outside and converse and talk to everybody. Nicole's happy just sitting inside, just if she's in there with her or by herself. She literally, but once you get her out there and hanging out, she has a great time, you know, hanging out with people or whatever. And then when she's had enough, she goes, she'll go back in. But you definitely, you definitely would stay by yourself a lot if, yeah. if I didn't pull you or Victor didn't pull you more into doing anything. And you, she had no excuse. She couldn't say, I have to go feed Arrow. I'm going to go. You couldn't, you didn't have any excuse. And all I heard from her the whole time was, oh my God, I had such a good time. I met such cool people. I'm Mm -hmm. so glad that, you know, she actually wishes like it would have worked out to go earlier, but it didn't because we had absolutely no idea. I mean, the the situation with Arrow went the very best that it possibly could. Like, in fact, Dave was so stressed about it. And he, you know, I didn't even tell Nicole how stressed about it. He's like, I have to drive separate because if it gets real bad, I'm going to have to come home. And Mm -hmm. um, like, he just, he isn't, Dave needs to he doesn't sleep for very long, but when he does sleep, he needs a sleep. And he was so scared that arrow was going to be like crying the entire mm-hmm. time. And, um, afterwards, he, the last day I went over to Nicole's and I went to sleep and he was mad at me. He's like, no, he says, just stay here. You and arrow just stay here. You could take a back tour on Monday morning, which I honestly should have yeah, done. Should've. But Nicole, I knew wanted to see him. No, I texted you that I, t- I gave you the biggest hint, but I didn't want to overwhelm you. I I thought the hint was for me to spend the night at your house. That's how I took the hint. No, it was just to keep him, but that's fine. I mean, it's fine now and it worked, everything worked out, but I also didn't want to ask you to keep him from another night for another night because I knew you were tired. No, well, I, I actually was way less tired than I ever thought. I mean, I was tired Monday when I realized after I gave him back, Mm -hmm. um, And I think I got extra tired on Monday because what happened is she peeked at him at midnight when she got home and she went to bed. Then at four in the morning, he woke up and he saw that he was at their house and he realized he was at their house and he kept screaming for me too. And I tried to calm him down with everything. He kept screaming for, he wanted to go back to Mia's house. And he's like, take me to Mia's house. Take me to Mia's house. Cause I think he was like, why am I at my mama's house without and, my mom and in this in the other bedroom you know and he said he wanted me to take him so i texted nicole and i'm like uh, i think you're gonna have to come and see him because i didn't want to take him back to my house in the dark at four in the morning i just wasn't comfortable with it and so then she came in there and then when he seen her he started crying and he wanted to nurse immediately mm-hmm. no matter how much she, even after all that time i mean he just wanted to nurse and he didn't want her to leave his sight so yeah. So then that's why I was so tired because then I stayed there sleeping and all he, he was pretty much up from mm-hmm. after four o'clock on like, like whining and mm-hmm. like, you know, on top of her and, you know, it was just a little bit crazy. Yeah. And I was so freaking tired. So then I took a nap, long nap yesterday um, after that because I was like, Oh my gosh, I feel like absolute crap. See, well, you need to tell me if you would have said stay at your house because that's what dad wanted to. And I was trying to like do what I thought you wanted. You need mm-hmm. to say next time sleep. Just keep them there and I'll grab them in the morning or whatever. Yeah, you I, can bring them in the morning. Because I, I asked Vic, I'm like, is that bad? I was just like, I think it's going to be horrible if he sees me in the middle of the night when he's sleeping or... And the breastfeeding thing I knew would be bad. And Dave got so attached to Dave's like, no, I want him to stay one more night. Like, cause, cause it, Dave loved it because he calls, he'll say armpit and he'll say like, he only goes by Dave for about 20 minutes, but Dave loves it. Like he'll say, 
Nana, open your armpit. And then he goes and he lays in it. And then he'll tell, talk to him about and say, like, turn if he wanted to watch TV or talk to him about stuff. And then when he actually got tired, tired, he told he would look at Dave and tell him, say, Nana, I'm going to go lay by Mia now. And Aww. then he just then he came over. And when he got, like, really tired and he always told him he's coming by me. And then in the morning, it was like when he woke up, first thing is, like, Mia, I'm going to Nana. So then he wanted Dave. Like once he's awake and wants to play, he wants Dave. But when he's like relaxed and just wants when to he sleep, wants comfort, he wants yeah, you. yeah. Then he comes to me. So Dave was like, oh, "I'm already like missing." You know, he didn't want me to well, take. Well, I'm thinking once a month, you guys will have him spend the night. Well, now Dave ain't scared to Dave. If he has to spend the night now, Dad will say yes. Before I was like, no, no, because Victor always makes jokes. He's like, you want to practice? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm just going to wing it come September because he's been hinting. Do you want to practice? I'm like, no, nope, nope. I'm just going to wing it. And now I'm not, not or I guess it was in August. August. Yeah, but it, it did go the best. And I, but I don't know if I could have actually been away longer. You know what I mean? It was a perfect amount of time for me. For the first time. It was like, yeah, it was like everything went so great. Me and Vic got along so good. We had so much fun. Yeah, and I, I was I was happy to see like when the, she didn't post that many pictures, but I was happy to see at that point while she was gone. But I was happy to see that they were having a really good time and that mm-hmm. she was like. And I felt like I was able to, to some... actually like get worry about just myself, not not getting arrow ready or getting ready with a toddler climbing on your lap. You know, it was kind of like, it was, that part was nice. I think that that's the first time. Oh yeah. Time. We had a family graduation party. So I took arrow to that. We had the farmer's market Friday night and Saturday. Um, we did a lot of stuff when we had them. We yeah. took them out to dinner. Then we cooked on the grill. We went on a lot of golf cart rides. Um, we came home on Sunday actually. And that when we came home, we took him over to, he's been to the Jesse's like, country house i call it the farm and got the tractor out and he went for a ride with dave on the tractor and then we went to visit dave's parents and he played got to play there and then we took him and got chinese and 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 a happy meal and and a shake i let him and he's so he was so polite the whole time too because i wanted to make sure he drank a lot and i know nicole doesn't like when i give him ice cream ice cream once a day so i didn't give him any ice cream on saturday so on sunday morning on the way back which was only 10 30 or whatever i went to mcdonald's and i got him a vanilla shake and he's like thank you so much mia my shake my shake and he drank that from he loves those. from that time until probably like eight hours later kept going back in the fridge and then he'd go see Mia, my shake, my shake. And he's like, thank you for my shake. <laughs> but it was just like, he was so... He is he is super sweet. Like he, the only time he gets like that is when he's just really emotional. He gets like really upset. But other than that, he is so polite. He said something to me yesterday. He usually says, thank you so much. But he said something different in the store. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is just so sweet. Something new. I can't even remember what it was. But yeah, he's so, I don't know. It was a great, it was great to be reunited. Like I, the whole way home, I was just so excited. It was a 12 hour endeavor to get home, but I was so excited to see him. Can you believe it? Took 12 hours to get home. Uh, yeah. And well, I was, uh, and I'm going to tell you, be honest right now. At first I was going, you know, I used to do this in school and I was like going to do it because I really thought I was going to be tortured. I was going to write how many hours I thought she was going to be down and cross them off every hour. Cause like, it was like a cross. Cause I thought it was literally going to be like that. I never made no list. It never 
the time went by like, mm -hmm. like fast. I never like once said, Oh my gosh, I can't wait till she gets home. I can't wait till she gets home. And I honestly felt like I babysat before for, um, a, one of her, her, one of her friends, child, children once. And she screamed like the whole time her mom was at work, no matter what I did and wouldn't drink a bottle and all that stuff. And, um, I would, I was counting the minutes until she got off work. So, I mean, mm -hmm. like I was totally, you know, even this being me being with arrow constantly, I was like literally thinking I am going to be like, and no, it was not like that. So that's, I'm just so happy that it turned out that way for her and us. And even if it would have been a little bad, I wouldn't have told her while she was there. Right. But it actually was, I have nothing to say about, it was, he was just perfect the whole time. Mm -hmm. I mean, so good. And, and I know he can go without breastfeeding it, but the only way he can go, I realize is if he doesn't see her and that's not going to happen. So mm -hmm. she's going to have to figure out something else. Cause it's not like you can take him away from her for a week, you know, so I don't know. Yeah. I literally don't know how that's gonna, are you doing better during the day? Yeah. We, it's only like only at nighttime basically. So he isn't bugging you during the day at all. Like today. Yeah. He tries, but you try to get him to know mm -hmm. that's good. And then like, even last night he was on it, but then once he like within like 30 minutes, he was off and sleeping. And so then it was good for the whole night. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's, I read though that like weaning slower is a lot easier for both of us because I got three hard lumps in my boobs. Um, and I had it for a day and a half and it hurt so bad. Even when I was walking, once I came home and he just breastfed on that for like that 10 minutes or whatever, it was, to they're gone. And well, you're going to have to gone. read how to dry up like two or what you have to do, but that's good. So that, so then if he did that, cause he, that's not normal. Yeah, that's so not then, normal. so then that actually was a plus from him being away for go, the weekend. Yeah. I think it's just, I got to just come up with a comfort option. So whenever he gets hurt or something, he just says, booey, like that's his comfort. And I was thinking like, um, I was thinking like if there is Friday nights that we're all at the camper that he should just sleep with me unless he like throws, you know, it, yeah, you like to try, see if but... he pretend, like if he doesn't know you're in there, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, cause he, you know, he never wants, cause she has her own little bedroom in the camper. Like the, she sleeps in the room with the bunks with the four bunks or whatever. And like, he never, he just knew he never once got down and like opened that door to see if she was even in that yeah, room. So I should pretend I'm leaving and then go in there and sleep maybe. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then if it got bad for some reason, but maybe, you know, just a little bit here and there. I tried help. to warm up. So I warmed up like some organic whole milk last night and I put like a tiny bit of sugar in it because they say breast milk's way sweeter. That's why kids don't like whole milk. And he really liked it when I like was like, here, try this. Mo like, mama got this for you. And he like, you can tell he liked it because then Victor was trying to take it from him to see if he wanted it. And he goes, no, that's arrows. But then he just like refused to drink it. But I know he liked it. So I'm like, and he, it. but that he does like the, that's maybe that's why he liked the cereal milk. He, I bought Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries and thinking, oh, well, he'll love the Crunch Berries. And he wouldn't like the Captain Crunch. He did not like the berries, but he was obsessed with the Captain Crunch. So he picked out every berry and made Davy every berry. <laughs> and then he even at four in the morning when he was, he picked out every berry and then he drank, he picked up the thing the cereal bowl and drink all of the milk out of it. Like I was like, wow, I was like, this it's is really good. like, so well, I tried and it to... had a little bit of sweetness in the milk. You exactly. Know what I mean? 
That's what I did. And it was whole milk. I just gave him regular D mm-hmm. whole milk is what I yeah. gave him. Yeah. So if I can just get him to like that, oh, I'd be so happy. Yeah. So he it was, it was, it was anyways. It was successful. It was so successful compared to what I imagined you do way better than I could have ever dreamed. And honestly. you, and you did way better because yeah, on got, the way there, you told me you were already having anxiety because she went, I cried. you said you had to get medicine just yeah, in case. So I haven't taken Xanax in like, I don't know, five years. And I was taking it when I was having really bad panic attacks. Um, and I'd only take it in emergencies. And so I asked my doctor if I could just get like two, two, and they're zero point, uh, z- 0.25, so they're tiny. And I said, hey, can I just get two, like one for the plane ride potentially? Because sometimes I freak out on those. And I'm not, I'm going to be without my baby for the first time. And she didn't hesitate. I was like, thank you so much. And I didn't end up needing them. So that feels really freaking good. And I think knowing that I had them also helped because, you know, if she would have turned me down, I think it would have messed with my psyche a little bit. Like, oh crap, I don't have a backup plan. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Okay, and here's the mom and me question. Where are the Xanax now? Why? You got them up high, like, yeah. right, because... Yeah, yeah, and nobody can... Arrow could never open that. I know. I just still like to make sure. Yeah, they're up high. I just like to I'm make sure. I'm not going to tell people where my Xanax is. I'm telling you, just... I'm giving you a... Telling you to make sure that they're put away. That's all I'm saying. There's two little Xanax, I think. Don't think any... It, yeah. I know. You know me. I Do I ask that kind of questions all the time? If you would have told me you would have bought a leave on the plane right now, I would say, where's the leave? Did you put the cap on tight? Did you put it away? That's just the... Yeah, and you never let... You honestly got to be better at that because you are you don't let me my mind rest. You're like worse than Big Brother. I just like to double make sure. I just like to ask questions just in case you're like, oh yeah, I have them in my I pocket. Ha- I'm learning, I am learning a new way of life, mother. I really am because I can. She thinks I worry way too I much. I can't sustain at what my mom has. My mom has uh, modeled for me as a parent. I can't sustain that, and I don't want Arrow to have to sustain that. It's just exhausting. <laughs> it's honestly way more stressful than being on Big Brother. I don't know why. I just I don't know why. I... Like, every, what did you do? You did something the other day. I don't know. Every little thing. It's just like I have to like, and it makes me like overwhelmed and then I snap and get crabby. 
Like, like, <sighs> I do. I just worry a lot about things that I, I if, should, if I don't ask, from if, if I don't ask, then, then I'll sit and think about it for a long time and it'll be like later on, it'll, I have, it, it'll bug me. So I just have to ask and then, you know, it's reminded. And I mean, then there are lots of times when I ask you and Jesse stuff that you're like, oh yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned that. I forgot. I got to go put that away or I got to grab that and stuff. So there are times. But even like going to the park. Me and Arrow going to the park is a huge deal for you. And to, so much so that you ruin the idea of me going to the park that I just, I didn't go. Cause you're like, you got to make sure you're. I just said, make sure you're not on your well, phone no, to make sure you're. No crap. You can see though. him. That's it. Yeah. I'm going to always be a reminder person. That's just how I am. I remind, I remind dad. That's why you want me to watch him all the time. Cause you know that I am a hundred percent watching him and you do not have to worry. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot to like, I'm already thinking that stuff. It's just a lot to unload on someone all the time. Well, it's just one sentence and you already know I'm going to say it. You can say, I got it, mom. I got it. I do say that. It's just, I just like to, I do it to Victor too. And Victor looks at me like thinking, oh my gosh, I am a 30 some year old adult but but he he handles it well he's just like okay jenny like if if they get their lawn sprayed or whatever i'll be i just like to remind her because they for you know just in case they forget i'm like okay our we sprayed our lawn um arrow cannot run Which to the swing set right not, when he gets i actually did not want my lawn sprayed dad asked victor and victor said yes so yeah i'm upset about that but anyways um so, they, you know, I always will remind, don't let the dogs out, you know, just in case they forget on accident the next day. You still got, wait, don't let the dogs out. Don't let Arrow play on the grass. I'll tell you when he can go back outside and stuff like that. I do. I am very, very, very cautious because I'm afraid if I'm thinking something and then I didn't say it and something happened that I couldn't forgive myself because I try to hold it in sometimes. I used to be like that. You know what that is? That's something that you need medication for. That's I, OCD I, or com some type of anxiety or something because that is how I used to be. Well, I try to hold it in, but it's like, nope, I can't. If I do hold it in and then I didn't say it, I'd feel really bad. So I do just say it. And then if they get mad a little bit and sit, kick their feet at me, I'm like, I already know that. It's not that like, we already know. It's, it's that like, it's kind of like how you're not supposed to tell your kid, which I'm learning. You're not supposed to tell your kid to be careful on every single thing because... It like limits their it limits a lot of things things in their mind, and so it's the same thing for a toddler. You can you're just supposed to tell them instead of be careful, be like watch your fingers or watch your head, something specific, not just a general be careful because then it's just like everything is just. That's why I have such a big fear of dying. I think too, is that it was instilled like everything is death <laughs> because you're always so freaked out and i but mom got a really good kid because i never i've never even smoked weed or tried weed i've never like i don't never smoked anything like Jesse i don't ever smoke. i never i don't even drink at all five years i haven't drank um i'm a wuss on roller coasters i mean i am like probably the perfect safest person that mom could have hoped for but she shaped me into this person and i'm trying to like break out just a little bit so that way and i and i never taught her to be scared of roller coasters and stuff like that because i actually liked roller coasters and and i do drink a little bit and jesse drinks a little bit so i've never told her not to drink or no, anything that's not it okay. but um, that my anxiety my i get worse anxiety if i drink and the anxiety is the panic attacks come from oh my gosh i feel like i'm, I'm gonna die 
And I think it's, and I, it stems back. If I had to ever like go back to why I am the way I am, I lost my dad at such a young age and it like really changed my life. And it was like, yeah, it was just, you know, I never forgot that. And I think that's where like all my behavior stems from. Cause I think I just, after that, you know, as an adult, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, and no, I and I, and she told me that the other day and I said, I totally agree with that. I think that's what. It definitely stems from um, is losing your dad at seven or whatever. It's that's traumatizing, and you realize while well, life is, you know, well, yeah, and die. I think, and I think, I don't know if I've ever told. I think I've told that story on here, but I mean, I remember. I mean, we just bought a new house. I was just starting the fourth grade. We like, mm-hmm. I loved our new house and all that stuff, and then um. I, we just start just started a new school. It was like the first month of school, and they had told us that we might have to get shots or whatever, you know, school shots because my mom couldn't find my shot record and stuff. And I was like, I already had shots, and she couldn't find the shot record. And I think things were different back then. And so she was just going to have me at the new school getting more shots. And they called me into the office or whatever, and they gave me Kleenex. And so I thought, well, I'm going to cry because they're, because I already had told them I don't want no more shots. And so I thought they were going to give me shots. And then they told me at the school, you know, they brought somebody in there and told me my dad had died. And oh my gosh, I was just screaming. I want the shots. I want the shots. And I mean, it's just like so heartbreaking. And so it was just like, why would they not let your mom, why didn't your mom come get you and tell you? She was in there too, but she just didn't want to tell me. Oh, so they had like someone else. There was like, like, I can't read. And I was younger than, yes. It was like, there's like four people in there. So was all, was your, was Davey and Barbie in there too? Yes. They were in there too, but I cannot remember their faces. I don't remember. I just remember screaming about the shots and then, then, you know, then that was it. And it was just like, so I think that's a lot of Mm -hmm. like why I'm such a worrier, you know, like things like that and like reminder and I don't know. I think at this age, there's no way I can change. You know, sometimes I hold it in, you know, try to hold it in, but then I'll won't say it. And then I'll text it when she gets home. I'll be like, you made sure you carried that in or you put that away <laughs> and stuff like that. You know, and I, and I like will remind, but I think it's I just, and it's... I do it to Jesse all the time too. And he gets a little bit, he handles it a little bit better than Nicole. He doesn't get as mad about the reminder stuff. I, I don't see him as much, I guess. So it probably isn't as frequently and mm. he doesn't have a baby at his house. So I probably say a lot less. Well, you know. I know that, I know that it's love. I know that's how you show love a hundred percent. So I'm not upset about that. I'm just upset how it's changed. It's made me like into this like anxious person. So I'm just trying to like break free of that a little bit. I didn't realize how anxious I was. I mean, everyone teased me in nursing school and stuff about how anxious and worried and whatever, even Mariah would be like, Oh my God, like, and I was just thinking, like, this is how I am. But now as I'm getting older, I realize, okay, I just got to... Also, I'm on anxiety medicine, so that probably helps. But um, I don't... I don't. I felt like I was kind of on autopilot for, like, five years and not really enjoying life. And a lot of it, I think, is because I was so anxious about every little thing that I couldn't enjoy, like, the moment I was in. And now that I have a kid, I really want to enjoy every moment. But am I always worried sick about Arrow? Yeah, but I don't want to... And, and she doesn't come across like that, so I don't even notice it. She never, to me, seems anxious at all. You never, ever... I, I don't not see it. Like, I know, like, I'm way more anxious. I seem, like, way more anxious but than you But you're not you on medicine. 
No. I'm on medicine. But I do not notice anything at all that she is anxious or whatever. And I'm trying to do like all these little things and I try to um, relay it to my mom because I know when the time's right, she'll implement these things. But things such as, um, I told her, breathe only through your nose, in and out your nose. So I learned today, this is anyone who has anxiety. 75% of us who have anxiety or panic attacks, we breathe incorrectly, which stimulates our internal um, regulation system into our brain and tells us that we are like in trouble. So if you're a mouth breather, this makes sense why I kind of have a panic attack in the night um, because my mouth, I'll start mouth breathing and then I wake up like, <gasps> like what's going on? So I trigger it myself by my breathing and 75% do that. I know I'm one of them so much so that I bought mouth tape, like, I don't know, a month ago. I haven't used it yet, but it just made me want to use it even more. I listened to the podcast today and I was like, that makes so much sense because when we're breathing like that with our mouth, it's kind of like, it takes you back to that traumatic experience of experiencing that panic attack. And so um, he says he has to be really careful talking about breathing with people who have anxiety because then you start thinking about your breathing. I'm like, yes, that's me. And 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 yeah, and I am definitely a mouth breather, and you I don't are. even know how I could even change that now. He said there's ways to do it, but he said to put there's mouth tape and put mouth tape on during the day. Just start doing small like walking and just remembering only breathe in and out of your nose. Um, because I guess like there's so many, so, so, so many benefits that it's insane. Um, and so I'm, so I'm trying to do like all those things too, to help my anxiety and my overall just like being, and I told my mom, I think that she needs to go get her energy. <laughs> everyone thinks, not everyone, my best friend thinks I am like <laughs> wacko, but I'm all about this energy, um, cleansing and everything that I do. This woman is amazing. She's in our local area. And I've just noticed such a tremendous difference in in my life. And so I want my mom to go. And I was like, Mama, you have an appointment today. And she's like, I'm not going. You didn't give me a heads up. So I had to cancel. But I'm going to make her go because she has a lot of stress you've been carrying around for I don't even know how many years. And you have to let go of it. And once you let go of it, you can kind of like restart. And decide what you want to hold on and, to. And I, and I don't feel, I don't, I don't know. I guess, I guess sometimes I feel like I carry a lot. I, I do carry a lot around. You carry but, dad's, but, but, mine, yeah, Jesse's. Yeah, but I'm actually, but I feel fine. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that. Um, but I'm not against going to it once just to see what it is about. Yeah. I think she'll love it. Now that now that she, I had the facial and it was amazing, I can see if the next thing is good too. We'll see if it. We'll see. Yeah. No, I think I think anybody who's interested in it should definitely do it. Um, also, people will. Yeah, people will message me about other stuff that's helped them and stuff. But yeah, I'm gonna have my mom go to that because it does just. Um, it releases everything you've been holding on to, and I've gone a couple times now, and it just keeps getting like better and better. And then you learn how to like not, um, you learn how to not absorb. I was big at this. This will be the last thing I talk about. Um, I was really big at if someone was in like a bad mood, then I'd be in a bad mood. I was really good at letting someone else dictate what I'm feeling because I am my energy as I'm really sensitive and I always want to be doing whatever the other person kind of wants. So, 
um, my sensitive energy would just take onto that. And it was, it was really, really, really exhausting. Shoot. I forgot where I started with this. Shoot. What was it? I don't know. You said you had one more thing to. Yeah. but I forgot one more thing. Oh, so you learn how to not let, like, let's say you're around somebody that's always just so pessimistic that you just cannot handle it, but you have to be around them. You can learn to block it. And I didn't know that you could do that. I just felt like, oh my God, this person's miserable. So I'm always going to have to be miserable because I got to listen to them and you can block it. See, I can do that very easily already. No, I know you can. I've seen you be able to do that lots of times. A lot of people can do that naturally. I was not one that could do that. I so, can just, I can just ignore everybody. Thinks I ignore them all, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. But do you have anything else to add for today's podcast? Derek, do we still have time? Yeah. No, what did we talk about that before? How, like, when we're you and Victor and Dad say I don't listen to conversations, and I'm always one step ahead. Yeah, Mom says she doesn't. Yeah, this is like she doesn't. This, she's the worst freaking listener ever. But I know everything they say, but they think I don't listen. No, so you know when you're talking to someone and you're, and especially if it's an exciting to you or important, you kind of want like eye contact and you want to listen and or you want them to like look like they're listening at least. Mom will be having a side conversation or not looking at you and doing something with their hands or just like, and I'm always like, mom, are you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. Arrow, do you want to play Play-Doh? Da, da, da. And then it's like, mom, all right. She says, well, you guys are just so slow. I already know what you're going to say. And I have my response, even though no words were spoken. Um, we're all like, okay. But I do know what they're going to say because I already, I don't, I don't know how, but I already know exactly. I mean, the main gist of it and I'm listening for parts that I don't, I'm actually listening and I will look at them when there's parts that I don't know, but they, they all seem like they take forever to tell their stories. So it'll be like, I have to do other things or whatever while I'm, so it's a very bad habit of mine. I have to do it because this isn't just like my kids that say it, like my mom will say it to me too. And she's like, are you even listening? And then I'll tell her everything that she just said. But it's like, I don't look like I'm listening. So I guess I have to learn to. Tiffany doesn't really look like she's listening either. So, yeah. So maybe it's just, maybe it's like, guys, in, like it could fidget. be like, an, it's like an insecure, maybe it's like an insecurity thing, like eye contact and that kind of stuff. So I don't know. So well, I'm not saying weird eye contact, just normal. No, because if you go out to a wedding and you're socializing with someone, you are normally, you're listening to them. You I don't think I don't think I am. You do yes, you do. I think this what at I home. do with you guys, I do the same with everybody. Like literally. I think I do. Like even Dave Dave says that I don't even know if somebody's waving at me. Like he'll oh, be no, like, you're you, oblivious to your yeah, surroundings. The, but that's a whole nother story. They they always think that I'm just never like there. And, I'm always worried so worried someone's thinking my mom's rude because she'll say this has been for fifteen years now. But she has bad hearing. But someone will say, hi, Jen, or, or or wave to her. or And I'm always like, mom, mom, she's talking to you. Or mom, she said hi. Or mom, say bye. Like, I feel like I don't want anyone to be like, wow, that was really rude of Jenny to blow me off. So <laughs> I know she doesn't hear them 
or she just doesn't give a shit but no i don't it's not that i don't give a shit it's definitely not that and i don't no dave tells me all the time too i'll be like something they said something i'm like no they didn't but i do have a appointment with the audiologist coming up soon i had to reschedule i had one last month and i had to reschedule and it was for a very good you reason you did not have to reschedule it was i think no. i think you had no you blamed us no for you no because you had liz coming it was the day liz was coming i really did when i cannot go on those days you have to help with all the ads so anyways i do have it rescheduled so i'm very anxious to hear what my percent of hearing is in both my ears when and what they can do appointments coming up or? yes it's this month so um i'm very anxious I, i'm excited because i I actually, they, they have a lot of hearing devices that you can't even see. So I'm going to be, I'm excited to actually get improved and be able to hear all the time because I know that, and maybe that's why I am like that with the conversations too. You'd think I, but is because I can't hear that good anyways. I don't know. So maybe that'll help with everything. I've had bad hearing since I've been a child. I've yeah, had tubes might. out of my ears, mm -hmm. in and out of my ears numerous times, um, so I've always had really, really bad hearing. So you'll be taking them out so you don't got to listen to us. <laughs> the whisk, like, uh, like I do not know how to whisper, and like, no, like, oh my gosh, and if it's I because try to I tell can't her hear something quietly. The whole room knows, and it's done so. And, and when she's trying to, when they're trying to whisper, I get so frustrated. Like I'm extremely frustrated when somebody whispers to me because I have no idea what they're saying and one ear is way worse than the other so if they're like coming at me with that ear like i can be laying in bed and if i'm laying on that one ear and dave's talking to me i do not hear him and so then i have to lift my head up so that i can hear him but like it gets really frustrating when somebody is whispering to me because i they might it's useless i do it not is. hear um I do not hear whispers. They might as well type it and let me read it then. Oh, yeah. So it's, so I'm actually excited about um, getting, you know, because I know for sure I'm going to get the help that I need for my hearing because, of course, you know, it's it's there. It's available. So I know I'll, it's fixable for sure. Yeah, I'm excited for you. And I then, do, they're, and then they're not going to be able to talk no more smack about me because I'm going to hear everything they say. We don't talk smack about you, Mom. You're, you're mine, Dad, and Jesse's favorite person. I know, but I can, I can, I can still see you guys talking. Smack My mom about me. is the glue, glue to our family. I just want to say, nobody. I'm not attacking or being hard on my mom. This is just a normal discussion that I was having to, in case someone else is in the same boat of always being anxious, because I, it does make me anxious to think about how you know it's just. I'm trying to better my life or whatever and trying to tell my mom to not waste her energy on telling me to tie my shoes and stuff like that. Like, it's just the little things you got to let go to be able to live a better life because the life that my mom lives with worrying about every single little thing cannot be, it's got to be tiring. I don't even know how she's still standing up. My mom is my family's rock. We all acknowledge and know that we'd be lost without her. She's all of our favorite person. And yeah, so I do not want anyone to think I'm coming at my mom because she's my favorite person. And You just said that like 10 times. I know, but I'm just saying. I know, but I know I'm your favorite person. I'm not taking it hard. I know, and, I know, and I know how I am. I just like making changes. And I feel like when tough. I call you out on here, then it's like I've been telling you this stuff for like 15 years to take care of yourself, to do this, to do that. I want them to hold you more accountable because I want you in my life for as long as possible. I want you to be... Hundred and some, and maybe eighty some, and we're going doing bingo and shit, mom. 
That's my pl- right. that's my plans for us. Alrighty. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Bye bye. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on Auto Trader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> Auto Trader.